I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickert. And this is Dis- Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. You got it right, Alan. Ah, it's the first one right on the first try. Look at you. It only took five episodes? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's I'm okay. proud of myself. You should be proud of yeah. yourself. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, really. So this episode, we have our ethereal um, wind being, Jen. Very nice. And we also have another Ooh. special guest who has called into the show and left a message, and I wasn't sure it was him, Alex Salem. Yeah. Oh, hi. Ooh. I want to know when we're going to Ojai. You, you, you teased that at the top of the I, show. I'm, I'm excited about going to Ojai. Now. I know. I'm sorry. I, I was misleading with me. I forgive you. I, appreciate, I accept your apology. We're doing road trip episodes now? That would be great. We should. Ooh. That would be so A remote. Oh. Dispatches from Fort Awesome on the road oh yeah Ooh. well we wanted to do one when we find out wherever the actual set is uh which i have leads on this but the leads are proving not to be as strong as i had hoped uh-huh yeah you know about it we talked about it yeah yeah anyway kids at home yes i'm trying to find the news radio set for you for me mostly for me because uh, I want a piece of the set. I want Dave's I, door. Have we talked about this, that ooh, I want Dave's door? Why Dave's uh, door specifically? I have had the, uh, this weird obsession with Dave's door for it's, a long time. It's like a character on the show. Okay, at yeah. least it is. When the, when the door is breached, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the barrier. It's, it's almost more significant to many of the plots than, say, the glass barricade between the uh, on-air booth and mm-hmm. the rest of the office. That's so deep. That's very true. Thank you, Alex. I, I want the copy machine. I've, yeah, you should. Uh, I unfortunately the uh, the the last uh, conference table was taken by Paul Simmons. He said mm, commentary. Son of a bitch. And Paul, I, f- I would like you on the show, even though I don't know you and we've never met. But you're a son of a bitch for taking that table. No, I'm glad he I'm saved it. He saved I met you, Paul, and I love you, Paul Sims. So come well, on the show. I also love you. I, I love Paul as well, but I love him more than you guys. I don't think that's physically that's possible. That's fine by me. Now, maybe not physically, but emotionally. emotionally. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I am not. I'm just more of a physical lover. Is okay. what I'm saying. I just want to make sure we're doing I didn't, everything. Caring uh, and gentle. I did not do one part of my homework. Go uh, go what's, I don't. I need the air date of this episode. So I'm going to tell you guys. This is episode season one, episode five. Uh huh. Big day. Can you look up the air date? I sure phone? can. I lost my phone. I literally. I mean, have no I'm going to look it up in my head. It's just going to take me a minute to think yeah, about I'm it. I'm just going to sit here and remember it. Um, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Since, since Alex is our special guest this week. And actually, we may have an addendum with somebody. Who, this is insane. An addendum with somebody who was on this episode. Uh, but that'll either post as a separate episode. We'll find out later. But either way, we have somebody who just has some scheduling conflicts. Alex, what's your experience with news radio? I've watched it. Uh, it is, nice qualification. It is a uh, lovely, lovely program. Mm-hmm. As 
I don't need to tell you guys. No, but no. we need to know where you see. We Where's had the same experience. Was it was backstage, right at a drinking game? Because Alex is with us in a drinking game every mm-hmm. month. Alex has played a Stephen Root character when we've done. Ah, uh, yes, that was um, that was quite fun. However, do you have any idea how many facets there are to Stephen Root? I mean, so many. He can I mean, do a list about anything. Yeah. He goes, so he goes, and he's he's Milton, and you can know him as nothing but Milton. Sure. He's on True Blood season one as a mild mannered vampire who really? gets taken advantage of. Heartbreaking, <laughs> heartbreaking <laughs> performance. He's Jim James. Mm-hmm. He is King of the Hill. He's King of the. You know what else he is? He is um, in. Uh, I think he plays a similar character. In, you're not going to believe these two movies in the same breath, but. Mm-hmm. No Country for Old Men mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bicentennial Man. <laughs> I contend that he accesses the same Stephen Root in both. Mm-hmm. Where he's a calm and authoritative power figure and he will not take no guff from nobody. Uh, yes, but he's got a calm sort of um, unwavering sense of authority about him <laughs> yeah i can't even that's that's like that's like advanced root yeah you, right there you should it's... he he kind of has that similar thing on boardwalk empire the episodes he was on too except there was like no humor to him he was like yes. very like oh i don't want to f with this person. oh imagine I don't him being very scary if he tried he, he has a whether he's doing comedy or not he um he has a commanding presence that there's yeah. no way that you could hide. Right. Even though he's an amazing guy. I mean, maybe, but but he'd have to go deep with something else that maybe like some deeper mental problem if he wasn't going to be commanding. Sure. I <laughs> feel like I was introduced to him as a child when he was the uh, the traitor on Robocop 3. Uh-huh. <laughs> what were we watching in the background? Where were we the other day that on. he was in a movie? Yeah, in, the, in the background, it was Young Root. We were at... We were at um, apartment mm-hmm. doing the um rehearsal for mm-hmm. uh a drinking game yeah right and, um uh oh God, what was it i which, can't which I don't... movie was, but it was oh, young it was crocodile like, it was like, dundee yes it was yeah. like 1990 oh. it, it was been. two they're watching two but he's yeah. got like okay oh, he had like the the, the khakis <laughs> and the denim or... uh-huh. but he sticks no, no, out was, he really like does down in jeans See, Stephen root in jeans was just Stephen. please do this show you can tell yes, we, we love you and we're obsessed looked, and he loved talking about, whenever you hear him on the commentary he loves talking about the show too if, yeah. if you want kisses we'll give you kisses if you don't it's cool we won't yeah we I'm, won't too much we'll try anyway we'll try Anyway, the big day aired on April eighteenth, nineteen ninety five. Thank you for checking your brain. Alan. Wait, April eighteenth? April eighteenth. Wow, they scheduled that shit well because that's the day the episode it actually takes, takes place. place. Yeah, because the big day is April nineteenth. Yeah, day before Hitler's birthday. They planned that. Uh, also, my birthday. Also, three well, days after tax day. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's, that's your a... your birthday is April is is the big Hitler's day birthday. or Hitler's birthday? Hitler's birthday. That is my birthday. Well, we both have leadership skills. Well. <laughs> what can I say? And, uh, anyway. and neither of you excelled in the fields of art. No, right. I, I actually did. I think that's why I didn't go crazy. Mm. You know. There we go. Thank you. Uh, proves that uh, follow your art passions, kids, and don't drop, knock your water over like I just did. So one of the reasons we have Alex here is because he said don't do Big Day without me. And so that's why we had to schedule it around Alex and also our special guest who was like, I can make it. I can't make it. I can make it. Cause this is, this is how this is. I can make it. He can make it. She can make it. Podcasts are so hard to schedule. And so he, he'll be on eventually. Um, well, it's a big podcast today, Jason. <laughs> big cast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's a well, what's so what's so big about it, Alex? I was hoping you would tell me. I'm sorry, I need a little bit more to go on. <laughs> You're right, tomorrow is the big day. <laughs> uh, that was like that that, that, that bit. Yeah. That whole it builds because who does he talk? He talks to. He starts with Matthew. And then he's like, I was like, well, what is so uh, big about the day? Oh, I can't talk about it. I'm too nervous. <laughs> Matthew. Uh, Joe and Joe, Beth, right? Matthew, Joe. No, I don't think he talks to Beth. I think he talks to Matthew, Joe, mm-hmm. Bill. Yep. And Bill's the, yeah. Yeah. And then Lisa finally Explains tells Explains it. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who doesn't work there. Yeah. You don't work here, do you? That gentleman's name, Albie Selznick. Um, just thought I'd let you know. That's the copy guy. And he'll be on. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. We're hoping he comes on. Uh, I gotta, yeah. I just, I just gotta do point, uh, cause it, well, okay. So it was Matthew, Joe, then Bill. I just love that. <laughs> it goes to Bill. As soon as, uh, Dave's like confident of like, you know, big day tomorrow, like <laughs> thinking it's going to let on, like when, uh, Phil's just like, uh, you know, what's so big about it? And he says, tomorrow's a big day. It's a big day. April. <laughs> Yeah, it's April nineteenth, the big day. <laughs> I'm gonna need a little bit more to go on there. Yeah, actually, Bill, I was hoping you could help me out, and then uh, when uh, when Bill just switches it to, hey, you're right. Tomorrow is a big day. Thanks for reminding me. This goes away. You can just kind of tell as like is he is he just that oblivious, or is he when he figured out that Dave didn't know that he's just gonna. You know, mess with just him. Fuck just with him. Yeah. Oh, you're oh you're <laughs> saying there's other levels to this. Yeah, like, like, there could, could he be. Could, he could still just be putting Dave on, as opposed to yeah. the joke yeah. of like, no matter how hard Dave tries, he can't. No, he can't quite get the circumstances yeah. right for anybody to just tell him. The more we break down, part, Bill McNeil. Part of me. Yeah. Thinks that he, um, because that look, he he almost looks slightly panicked. Um. So, normally, that's not something he's putting on, and I think that he uh, was like, oh, I've already wasted time, I need to plot this just right, to suck up to Jimmy James just the right way, figure out what to tell him, or if I should go through someone else, or whatever I should do. Right, 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 right. Do I get my minions in on this? There's so many things to do, have to start now. It's true, he does seem so panicked about, like, he's got to make plans, not just like, otherwise he'd be like, oh, I'm going to get the money, but clearly he's not confident he's going to get the big bonus, he's just got, he's like, oh, I have to get ready to be confident and play confident. Because he's tried at a few different angles Oh yeah. throughout the episode towards that bonus. He's tried, yeah, through different people, just mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Uh, let's see. There's a point... Oh, there's a... There's internet porn in this. It's the first time internet porn I've ever seen. Right. On on television, it was yeah. the first. And you know, thanks I, to Joe Rogan, who else? Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel a, like you. Oh, sorry, a, I was going to say one of the hosts of the Man Show. Of sure, appropriate, right? Well, yeah. I, I also feel like just how they refer to it in the episodes. I feel like it was so new that uh, it wasn't a thing you go to Human Resources yet. If somebody, <laughs> I know. If, if somebody discovers it, you know. I love I love the, the casual <laughs> dynamic where it's like, um, sure. Dave Foley is like, well, I don't know if that's acceptable, Joe, but uh, it's it's so casual that he's just like, they're just like, hey, and there you go, and then you can do this. And like, he's he's like Dave Foley frustrated, but he's not like, 
what are you doing? Yeah. No, like, get this up. Get this out of here. He's just like, oh, and there's Joe putting pornographic images on my laptop again. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, borderline <laughs> air HR problems throughout this show, especially. Well, he's like, well, he's in a circus of idiots, and he's already sort of gotten yeah. used to at least parts of that. I guess so. I, I do love when Mr. James comes in at the end of yeah, the yeah. button to just be like, you know, he's coming color now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was. <laughs> uh, got a thing for it, Dave? <laughs> No. Uh, yeah. Don't dip the oh. pen in company ink, Dave. <laughs> Don't punch the clock with the time card in your pants. That is one of my favorite lines <laughs> of the so, whole so damn yeah, show. Because it's I, still I, a secret. The the it's so funny. Like if we're doing this show like this slow at this pace, like at an hour at a time, it's like yeah, I've forgotten that it's still a secret. That yeah. The, the affair is still a yeah. Dirty little secret. Yeah. It's because it's not too many episodes before the whole staff knows. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But. It she's is. she's smelling his jacket. She's like got her head buried in his jacket to see if she can still it's smell perfume. Rooting around in there. And this is why Dave's door is a central character right? to every <laughs> you plot. See why I want it <laughs> so badly? It, like it is it is never respected by anybody, mm-hmm. and it um it eventually gets to the point like later on, um, Beth is just lounging on Dave's couch. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's just not even necessary after mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. Like, What's weird is he does have a lock on it. He just mm-hmm. never uses just it. Never uses just, it. Sh- just gonna shut it. And that's yeah. never addressed either. No, no. You, you could make the argument he wants. He wants it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I don't know why you would want to make the argument that <laughs> someone wants it. Um, I'm just saying the way he's dressed, he's clearly asking. That's true. He is people. dressed in a formal business suit. He mm-hmm. looks like he's ready to discuss business yeah. with any of his employees at any time. I understand what you mean. Yep. Alex gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't dip your pen in the company ink, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't, again, this is weird if you haven't seen the show. This would be a really awkward podcast to listen to if you haven't seen it. very awkward to listen to. But like, to. kudos to you for like stepping outside your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, in the um, there's a joke, and I need to listen to it closer, but I was listening to the commentary too. I don't know if you, you listened to it, Alan, or not. Yeah, I did. Uh, but I there's a notes. part where they're like, oh, that's an in-joke, and like you can hear this weird, awkward pause. So something involved in with the smelling on is some in joke either about dave foley or about her or about both of them i want to know the only know the secrets what the only in joke they described was the, the food on bill's table that was mm-hmm. the, yeah that's the only one they gave the details of but this yeah. one they like they were cagey and they're like ah well we didn't explain it so let's move on like they awkwardly move on just <laughs> just just real quick for everyone keeping score at home what is yes. the in joke with the with the food on bill's table yeah, uh, it was it was Paul Sims, right? I think so. Yeah, he was just saying that he had an incident. Well, I think his first job on Letterman, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Huh. He was just saying that every time he would, like leave his desk and he turned around, like somebody would put like their food on it and it would just. I love that he yeah. takes that one. It's a truism, mm-hmm. television workplace mapped onto the, the 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 radio workplace. But what I love is that he takes those things like and maps them onto Bill. All of these Bill storylines <laughs> are just like. He's is so petty. Everything is such a very petty thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Phil Hartman treats it with such severity. But yeah. the like cook the icing on top is he has to do this like, and whose cup of coffee is this, Dave? That would be where you're wrong. He's doing that, and then he's gonna be like, excuse me. And the time is five forty-five. You're listening to WNY, and like, and it's just in there. It just adds this layer that. Compliments I, the whole thing. It's it's uh, because when you have something that 
happens to you that's that annoying we all wish we could be bill mcneil in those moments but we don't <laughs> yeah we all wish we could just like really relish that uh just let our id take control yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like uh maybe somebody who's had that happen to him a whole bunch of times and was annoyed by it was like which character deserves to have that happen to them? Mm-hmm. Oh, Bill. Oh, he obviously. He deserves all no. the bad things. <laughs> no, Dave, this is not my coffee, and this is not my whatever the hell this is. <laughs> There's just something about his delivery of... It's, oh, he God just does, he does take those simple... <laughs> like, those... Anybody else could say it, and it wouldn't be funny. Like, mm-hmm. when, when he points, yeah. he's like... <laughs> And what am I supposed to do the next time I find a cup of one of... <laughs> Shit, I didn't A cup of right. this or one of a cu- these. Find a cup of that or one of those. <laughs> Whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he's on the phone, he's calling Matthew's desk when Dave's right by it. And he's not, he can't even talk. He's doing this all in mime. Like, this is great for radio right now. <laughs> but yeah. just, Some kid just do the bit, but he's just... Oh my God, you guys yeah. should see what Alex is doing. It's so good. It's, it's so 100% dead on. accurate. That <laughs> is actually really good. It's good. <laughs> You guys, you guys are missing out legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay if you if you uh, if you if you tweet at us, yeah. uh, if you if you write to dispatches at Fort Austin, mm-hmm. I will come meet you at a public place, <laughs> uh, definitely a public place, and I will recreate, recreate exactly it? that bit. I remembered exactly how I just did. They it. should you should at least be like, they should offer to get you a coffee or something. There's a Starbucks you like. Well, if you if offer you, to get Alex a coffee. If you, if you so choose to offer him, I would. Him. You just have to guys, offer that, it. You don't actually have to Guys, buy I it. won't accept it if you don't get him a coffee. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Is this the first, okay, is the disappear? Not, not, is the reappearing, because this is, is this the first, like, genuinely surreal gag on the show? Well, I, I feel like it's definitely even more so than the smoking starts to really feel, fill in those, uh, Again, Bill going into madness. Yeah. That he does right, but like if it's, so that, well. if it's that early in the series, is that like this is in media arrest where we pick up with Bill McNeil? He's already at this level after working at WNYX for mm-hmm. however long. Sure, we don't even have to watch the devolution. No, he's he's already there when mm-hmm. we need him. Yeah, I, I I think I think you're right. I think it, but I I do think it is like the writers with the surreal moments, like okay, we can just take it to this crazy level because uh, it's one of the Bill, fir- one of the first ones at least. Yeah. I'd have to look back again. Like, I think he goes nuts with the smoking, but that is like a legitimate, okay, I I get why he's going there. But this this is like literally a thing appearing impossibly out of thin air. (laughs) Actually, there's one moment where you can hear the audience laugh when clearly a PA went like, oh, here we go, put it down. And I'm like, oh, fuck, there's no way they could hide that. So I'm like, it's okay, like, I get what's going on, but it... And I won't say it takes me out of the moment, but it is very funny that there's this laugh, like, what? And they they kill his... Because his reaction's great. But they kill Bill's. I didn't even think about that in terms yeah, I mean, of like. I've seen it too not, many times, well, Alex. There's no the such thing as too many. That times. is absolutely. Yeah. True. I just mean. I, I guess I get distance from the language of watching multicam mm-hmm. with, a, with a live audience that I wouldn't have thought of it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what happened. The most great. upsetting. Great. No, I like that's different. I love this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. The the most upsetting one of all the food. I mean, most of it's fine, and mo- and it just shows the pettiness. But oh no, the, I know what you're talking the about the dude with the spaghetti, spaghetti. that just gets up and it, 
it, maybe it's an fu face, but it also almost seems like he's just some sort of ape man that's just like mm. mindlessly half dumping the spaghetti <laughs> off his plate and not even noticing as he gets up. He was apparently like, a stand-in on know. the show too. Yes, that's another oh. name. I got. I at least got a name out of the con- so I, I immediately friend requested him on Amazing. Facebook. Amazing, <laughs> that's, so that's such, like a... a, such a great face. I'm not sure which one it was, but it, either way, Kit- awesome. I gotta add to that too. Uh, the bearded guy who shows up again is just drinking a coffee. That is the most yeah. obvious drinking of coffee I have well, ever you said, seen. When you said a PA, like you, you thought it was a PA, must have run into them. I assumed the PA is that guy. The bearded like, guy. The bearded like, guy. This is all they got. Like I mean, he looks like he's like he really. Does. He's a crude guy. We but need like to find him. We cannot they, find this they guy. They said oh. they said he was an extra, and they were planning to build some stories around. Yeah. Like uh, a little bit of a character for him, but he'll be like that guy from Portlandia who never speaks. But, mm-hmm. like, he's just yeah, yeah, basically. Although yeah. this this other guy, Spaghetti Man, if we get him, he might be our key to like knowing some people's names. The stand-ins, yeah. you're basically a glorified extra, so you get to lo- you meet people. So you're not even an extra, you're just standing in. Yeah, man. and then sometimes you get to you know like get a part. I don't know that he's on any other episodes, but we'll find out. I like that that's, that really escalates quickly. Like, mm-hmm. we just established that food shows up on Bill's desk. He <laughs> removes it, and then more food shows up. And then the next thing isn't just food on the desk. It is a man actually seated <laughs> at Bill's desk, <laughs> eating a rather large quotient of messy Italian food <laughs> on a paper plate, a which paper clearly plate. has, like, grease stains all like through it. Like, one layer of plate. Like, one, one layer. layer. <laughs> one ply. Plate. Yes. It's like this man was created to torture Bill yeah. McNeil yeah. in, in his life. And even it's wait, perfect. They he does wait. a great job of it. It's they didn't even wait till the second act to do that, either. Right. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't escalate it at that point. They just right. went right there. Mm-hmm. What circle of hell is is somebody eating <laughs> uh, messy spaghetti on a paper plate on your desk? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Oh God, it's it's the, it's the one that where the entrance reads abandoned all being winter. <laughs> oh, is that the circle of hell that's uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? <laughs> <laughs> Dead <laughs> men. Anyway, uh, big day, Dave. <laughs> Yo <laughs> Oh my god, a news radio ride would be the best. Disney, get a Oh my god, if they had more seasons. <laughs> what would you do? They... Well, how would that you, well you you you'd start on Bill's desk apparently <laughs> yeah, right. with not your coffee. And then you have to like surf through Dave's door. You'd be so riding, you'd be riding you'd be like you'd be riding the conference table though, the big ass conference table. So this table. is a water ride. We've yeah. established this is clearly it's a water gotta ride. Be. Okay. You just hear echoing like Cowabunga, dude! <laughs> I think there'd be smells involved too, like little smells piped in. Sure, of and course. you would constantly hear audio of. You want to see a movie about a talking pig? <laughs> <laughs> Here is your stapler. Here is your stapler. The, the ride would make like, you at least mildly insane <laughs> by the end of it. Oh. You want to see a movie about a pig? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you, there's there's uh, one fan of this show who I've been corresponding with left and right who would like to be known as one of Jimmy James Rocket Ranger, uh, Junior Rangers, pardon me, <laughs> yeah. Junior Rocket Ranger. Yes, and proud we are of all yeah, of them. Yeah, proud we are of all <laughs> of them. Yes. And uh, I feel like if we talk about this ride enough, this person has come up with all these like just crazy great ideas about news radio products. Like That's some one of the things they spend their spare time doing. And um, like I feel like... 
they'll, they'll design the ride for us. So it just we'll that's just keep that in mind. Did he de- design a nicotine patch belt? <laughs> oh my god! Yes, he should. <laughs> I, I want that. I want. Wow. I want but that. But don't badly. put it on, folks. No, <laughs> yeah. You'll get out. actually in super real life extremely <laughs> sick. Ooh, can I? Can Please I take a, never do that. I want to take a quick sidebar, like I just did already. This is a sidebar within a sidebar. So we talked. Yes. Two layers. So I last, uh, not last episode, but two episodes ago, we talked about uh, the French comic book. Or yeah, comic yeah, yeah. Strip. Okay. So did a little bit of research. Thank you to Tavy Rhymes with Gravy. That is her name. She works on Kids in the Hall stuff, and she is a very big fan of news radio, and she's helped us. She uh, She's like, okay, first of all, the guy's name. We know the guy's name. His name on the news groups was Piano. That's what he went by. Uh, if you look through the old news group archives, you can see his his, his name was, uh, his real name was Olivier. Oh first or last, I don't know. So we know that. This is great. This is and awesome. she found... It's a great lead. Good job, Tavy. Yeah, and she found all of the art of his she had downloaded and she put it up on Flickr. I will put a link in the blog to that so that you guys can see that. But we need more help. We need to know who this guy is. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, it, because I saw you, you like posted like a bunch more of those pictures of the little cartoons. If they did, if news radio got so popular when it was on the air, they would have had a cartoon series. This is what the cartoon series would have been. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is professional level shit. Yeah. Oh, it's, Beautiful. But it's yeah. not, it was well, never a comic That's what the cartoon series would have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your intonation just suggested that to me when you said sure. that. No, I, just, I, I like Jimmy James popping in every once in a while. This makes me happy. That's uh, right. He, he'd be popping Anybody in the windows and needs me in the next 45 <laughs> seconds, you know where I'll be. <laughs> you can. can. That's right. <laughs> Jimmy James is amazing. He really is. <laughs> he really is. <sighs> but back, uh, he mm-hmm. did... He did task uh, Dave in this one to uh, hand out the bonuses. Yes, that and is true. Again, they, uh, they they go through that rhythm of uh, Jimmy James and Dave, like the bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Just the, uh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in the wrong spot. You got it. You got this. Fine I got man. this. Like, oh, yeah. When he's just like, yeah, bonuses used to be the hardest part of my job. What changed? I made it the hardest part of your job. <laughs> just that tempo of how he does yeah. that. It's, That's uh, a typical sitcom exchange. Again, that doesn't but, work. Wouldn't it work as well as no. it did with these two motherfuckers? If any, yeah, I don't. I say anybody else thrown in those that that the role? I don't. I can't see anybody Ex- else doing exactly. Mr. James. Yeah. It's like that timing, that classic vaudevillian timing, mm-hmm. while also being like on some other level of. Um, Wow, what's this? Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even know. They, it's it's an know, it quality. They yeah. fill in the the sometimes dead uh, uh, laugh here spaces that mm-hmm. other sitcoms don't always pull off very well uh-huh. with like these oh, yeah. these inner things because people are constantly driving each other crazy on the show. Sure, they they you know really do fill it fill it in in non standard ways. Mm-hmm. At least most of the time, yeah. Uh, that that are, you're still being entertained while the laughs are subsiding. It's, it's true. Like, in it's a really quality way, though, like no. really, really, I don't know, man. They'll even take their time to the do timing of those people. Really dumb bits that don't need to be done but are great, like Jimmy <laughs> on the cell phone. Jimmy on the cell phone in this. <laughs> that, is, oh, that like was thirty perfect. seconds on no. that bit. And it does not advance the plot at all, other than just tell you this man is just a weird motherfucker. And he, sma- he, smacks, he smacks into and ignores Matthew like on the way back. <laughs> which up, is gr- which which thematically just... ties into the whole. That's true. That does. All right, you know they all. didn't. Uh, a fun fact is that 
bit mm-hmm. inspired the Verizon Can You Hear Me Now campaign. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, this is a disclaimer. Everything Alex says is not necessarily true. Thank you so or much. Or it's very true and 100% accurate. Alan? Thank you so Alan? much for arranging what? the Alan? schedule so I could be here. I really appreciate Alan? it. I said or. You're not I didn't helping. say and. Don't even... You see, that and was while they were true. doing the bit. We snuck in and did another bit. Mm-hmm. That's was good. We learned from them. I have control of the mixer, is all I'm saying. At the end of the day, I can just pull that. I wouldn't do that. I love you. I love, love you. you too, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, in terms of plot, it's the whole point is Dave has to decide mm-hmm. who gets the big bonus, who gets uh, the shaft, and, you know, everybody else gets just a regular bonus. We're just and... talking about Shaft. God damn it. There it's it is. One of my favorite bits. There it is. On the whole show. That Shaft is one bad mother. Okay, shut up, guys. <laughs> just talking about Shaft. <laughs> like, the, the, that, make... that's... Oh. The look on Bill's face after he's un- <laughs> finally made Matthew uh, have an audible... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> response of annoyance is is beautiful and evil. And, and this, Joe, is, this is a black private dick who's a sex machine <laughs> with all the chicks. <laughs> well, that uh, would be a shaft. <laughs> who's a cat? Cat? The cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about. Once again, Bill, that you've been talking about shaft. <laughs> I love it too. Uh, <laughs> Mr. James walks by. Shut your mouth, guys. <laughs> Mr. James walks by. Like we're just talking about Shaft, and he just joins in. I can dig I it. Can walking dig by. Actually, wait. No more questions. The most fun part about this is so everything is also surreal. A little bit. As as they're walking around and doing those those bits, it's they're all French scenes. They're not. They're not. We're not cutting to another location. It's right. literally mm-hmm. just the one location. So we're do following continuous action. So the scenes only change as we follow the different characters. So they have to basically pass the baton in terms of the dialogue. Yeah. Mm. But they're still ad- adding little layered bits like Jimmy James as he walks past. <laughs> Although you got to imagine how tiny that set actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looks, you, you shoot the angle just yeah. right enough. You, you feel like you can imagine it's a, big enough space to be an actual functioning newsroom right but it's it's a it's a pretty contained set they only have yeah. probably but so much room to make precise moves between the desks too it's a good point i mean we don't have the break room yet on this episode we do still we? don't know there's no. no break room yet five uh, episodes not in the budget dave shockingly not <laughs> there we don't know how many episodes we're gonna get yet all season one by the way should be noted that uh, jim burroughs my good buddy jim uh, james burroughs directed uh, the first seven so season one my best friend, You're Jim first Jim basis. Jim basis. I call him Jimmy. I didn't want to be... First Jim basis. Yes. First Jim basis. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Burrow, Jimmy B. Oh, he's so, he's so good. He's he, so good. Uh, and again, when I hear the commentary, I like the little gags that he adds yeah. to the episodes. I'm like, wow, that was him? That <laughs> worked seamlessly and hilariously into the episode. Well, the man who gave us cheers can't be all bad. How could he be bad at all? No, he can't be bad at all. Cheers is fantastic. Cheers is the best show. I'm... Besides news radio. Besides news radio. news radio. No, 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 no. That's just that pro cheers propaganda you've been listening <laughs> to. I mean, none of them can stand up to Frasier. I kid, I'm leaving. Um, and that's the end of the series. Frasier. Uh, uh, so, yeah. No, again, Niles, not... have you ever been to Boston? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I've made notes. I made uh, Pataki notes. counter. I think this is Pataki number two. Uh, and uh, Andy, uh, Matthew does say Pataki, and I think this is number two. I have to go I back. Know. Feel free to correct me. We have a Pataki counter. When does he say Pataki? Uh, 
when he's it, it pretending was, to... I really, yeah, he's pretending he has a Pataki interview, because who would let Matthew interview the governor? Right, yeah, he's he's trying so to impress he, Yeah, he himself. doesn't want to get the oh, shaft. Right, 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 right. right. He's yeah. talking near Hey, near Mr. Mr. James, James, just doing yeah. my job here. Got a whole lot of stuff I'm going to do. Got that Governor Pataki interview. Matthew, in Matthew, bit. I know this. this. You, know, and then you told me all this yesterday. <laughs> Can I, I got I, I to gotta point out. Yes. Matthew is so. Everybody knows he's so terrible at his job, uh-huh. and yet Dave doesn't want to give anybody the shaft. Well, I'm, life. I'm sorry, but you deserve the shaft, deserve, Matthew. Absolutely. You deserve the shaft. Well, what you I don't do. understand. You admit what in front do of, you do? I do not understand. Is one how Joe is in the same contingency as everybody yeah. else for this bonus? Why would he his be job up for description it? is completely different. And two, if Matthew gets the shaft every year three years in a row, that mm-hmm. is a symptom of a larger issue. And how has he not gotten canned? Well, yeah, I love it when just when he's talking to Dave. He's like, oh yeah. I, I mean, I just hope Mr. James doesn't know that I, I come into work yeah, late yeah, yeah. every day and leave early. You, you do? <laughs> you know, I hear, here's my guess. And Don't it, tell is, Mr. James that. <laughs> this is me just completely pulling this out of my ass. But under Ed, who is the, the boss, mm-hmm. of course, that Dave had to fire, I think Ed was such a, even though he wasn't a good station manager, he was clearly a hard ass, and everybody had to at least Costanza it and pretend to look like they were working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, because Dave is too nice, I think people's true colors are starting to show in the best ways and the worst ways. So mm-hmm. now Matthew's just like, oh, I'm just going to let my freak flag fly, and I'm a fucking idiot, and you know. Dave is a good friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, now your best friends with Lisa. Was that, was that two episodes ago? I can't remember. I just just one. Lisa. Oh shit. Um, yeah, but uh, what is my note here? Beardy. Oh, animal is, is what they're gonna call that beardy guy. Uh, that, that was gonna be his nickname behind oh. his back, and he the character wouldn't know that, and it would be ah animal. Drink coffee at Bill's desk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, oh God, Bill's back in the uh, the booth again watching, and it keeps happening. The stuff keeps going on. This is, oh, like, because, because he's entered into such petty concerns for mm-hmm. himself, he has entered his own personal circle of hell. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just so thrilled about that. <laughs> Not just because I get to enjoy watching it, but sure. because I believe in the grand scope of morality. That's what he deserves. That's what he asked for. And he thinks he should be rewarded for this pain by getting the big bonus. Dave, I want you to let Jim know that the normal bonus won't be enough this year. I need slightly more. You know, the $3,000 bonus he gives me every year for the last three years. Gonna need a little bit more than that. I think bigger bonus. Bigger, bigger big bonus. (laughs) That's right. Set it down. Okay. Perhaps another time. You're very sly, but so am I. So good. Can't stop watching his freaking desk all day. <laughs> I love how he's kind of he does have kind of two crazy things happening at once, like because yeah. the, the whole bigger bonus, like three thousand, yeah. isn't enough, and this is twenty years ago, folks. <laughs> yeah, Jesus right. Christ, right. Yeah. even the four hundred for everybody else. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like four hundred in nineteen ninety five, like. Hey, good yeah. day, Dave. Yeah, yeah, that's four hundred gallons of gas. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep that that's in mind. That's, that's the what? best way to look at it. I love that. Like he's so concerned with it that he, or he's just that disturbingly good at his job that he needs Dave's attention to pester him about both of his things. Everyone's so, attention all so the time. So he's throwing pencils at the window <laughs> while the on-air light is on. He, when he's on the phone and he's calling Matthew, the on-air light <laughs> is on, <laughs> and he's clearly yelling. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, but he's like throwing the pencils in another part at Dave as he's walking by, and then like you hear the door open and they're like, and the time is five forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bigger bonus. <laughs> I kind of wish we had heard some of the stuff when he was throwing the more of the pencils because I feel like it would be I like know. this just in. <laughs> Chrissy is such a good voice and he has such control over it, even as a character, that he might not hear it. He might have somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's, he, he might acts have like for... an animal a lot, and he's used to using his voice, so. He also might have waited for. On Wall Street today. Yeah. Sorry, it's one of my favorite yeah. bits. <laughs> he what now? I was just saying, he might have also waited for a period, because he's that professional. Right. It's also true. That. Yeah. Uh, uh, whoa, <laughs> that was surreal. That was real. Can we End of can we, sentence. Can we hold it for a second? Yeah. Let's take a break for ad sponsorship stuffs, and uh, then we'll be right back. Hey, Alan. Yes, Jason? Hey, Alex. Yes, Jason? Jason. (laughs) Uh, Did you know that we have a sponsor this week, guys? What? Oh, go on. Jen, did you also know we have a sponsor? (laughs) Yeah. Sponsored by Wind. It's CVT Soft Serve. CVT Soft Serve? Tell me more. It's delicious soft serve. Not just delicious. It's the best Soft serve. It's the best it's ice the best cream. Ice cream in I've Los ever Angeles. eaten in my entire in a, life. In a town mired by Froyo and Froyo knockoffs, mm-hmm. CVT is a real thing. Real thing. <laughs> Go to cvtsoftserve.com. That's where you can find information. You can follow. It's honestly though, the most fun is to follow them on Twitter and or Instagram mm-hmm. at cvtsoftserve. The truck literally looks like it came out of the 1950s, folks. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's been dipped in ice cream or it's made of ice cream. Or is it's not? I just want to just make sure everybody knows it's a metal truck. It is a safe truck. So anybody who wants to, it is not. I don't want anybody to think it's dangerous. Made of ice I, cream. I feel like That's maybe not I'm. Food. I feel like I'm digging myself into a hole. Hey, it's okay. Say hi to you. You know what I would fill that hole with? Hmm. CVT ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yum Chocolate, yum yum. Chocolate, vanilla, and twist. Those are your options. That's all you need. Yep. And he can also he 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 has he has a couple he could add the salt to it the sea salt which sea is salt. delicious yeah it's sea salt or the the rainbow or the chocolate sprinkles two options mm-hmm. of sprinkles but you have to request it specifically yes oh yeah and he also does the ice cream in the coffee which is mm-hmm. some of the I believe that's called an affogato I I don't know if he calls it that affogato so want... not to drop the ice cream in the coffee great Joe thank you great Joe so much yeah that sounded just like. <laughs> don't hiss me that's the win this is literally the worst ad that no, I. no but seriously it is the best it is the best ice cream you guys should enjoy life. it go to cvt <laughs> literally the worst uh and they're proud sponsors of uh dispatches from ford awesome that's gold <laughs> hey guess what we're back <gasps> but you what? know what it's time for before i let alan continue his thought from yep. the end of the last one oh, i, would have he, no I think thoughts. we all know what it's time for it's time for that's the... right it's Definitely time for the, the re- next section of the show, which is called <laughs> The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Hi, Jen. Hi. Thanks for joining us from the ether yet again. <laughs> Excuse me. So what's what's going down in Billtown? Um, so this this episode just kind of uh, reiterates the whole underlying theme in Bill's life of being a giant narcissist because he is afraid of um, not being important all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, 
So, um, I have a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill views the world as revolving around him and has a most glorious view of him. But also sometimes when it's not loving him, it is playing tricks that are completely mysterious because why wouldn't you think he's glorious? Right, right, right. And he gets very upset at the. I I I wonder if this. Yeah, it, it. The more we talk about it, the more it feels like that surrealness is is like somehow this reflection of his personal choices in life, and maybe is in his head. But Dave sees it though. Dave does notice it later at the very end. Um, maybe he's making it become real because of all of his reactions. It's true. Could be true. Self fulfilling prophecy. Uh, like you know, with the with the petty things that like would definitely annoy you over time of like you know having food all over your desk from strangers you don't know why it's there or Mm -hmm. or what the purpose is but honestly it would just annoy most people and if you're having a really bad day it might make you flip out a little bit but most people would chuck it and maybe complain, but not to the level that Bill is. Sure. What, what I think test of uh, is, is a test of testimony, testament, testament, testament. testament. Mm-hmm. to uh, the way he's blowing this out of proportion is. And you know what? I'll go out on this limb here. Feel free to join me if you like. If if you choose not to, that's fine. But if it were me finding mysterious foodstuffs mm-hmm. left on my desk. I'd evaluate each one individually, and if they met my qualifications, I'd just consume it. Sure, sure. I would actually probably pile up more stuff on my desk to the point where nobody could leave something, and then <laughs> I wouldn't let them... Alan defeating the purpose Rickard, they call him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I love it. <laughs> I mean that's that's mine. The the spaghetti though that would make me lose oh, my freaking oh. mind on oh, someone. Yeah. That yeah. that yeah, maybe a little bit. Sure. It's, it's, it's not, so malicious. Not, not like a bill amount, but like I would not be happy. <laughs> I... The, the rest I could deal with. <laughs> did anybody else notice? I mean, yes, we did. This food is all getting left on his desk. Like yes, in terms of comic timing. But in real time, I know. how much traffic is I know. going through his office? I... Maybe he just doesn't notice because Bill doesn't really see other people unless it fits his uh, purposes. Are we watching do... this whole story in Bill time? This The Bill parts of it, you probably are. That's a good I... point. It's my theory. I do love when the giant bag is left on his desk and he <laughs> freaks out. He's like... Whose is this? This hey, desk is a, not a steam a, table. Whose food is this? He does a really flip out, and then he's like, oh. Uh, is this a steam table? He says, yes. steam, this steam desk t- is not, like, This again, desk is not a steam table. Again, anybody else delivering that line, like, what the, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing? But just how, his it, commitment. It's amazing. <gasps> uh, Bill McNeil. Oh, right. And he <laughs> reaches for his money. Yes. It was, <laughs> it was his own delivered food, if anybody had yeah. any questions about that. I, uh, I think we have uh, a couple a couple questions uh, still on the table. Bill's table, if you will. Um, <laughs> one, um, what in fact did he order? I want to know. Mm-hmm. Two, it was a lot of food. That wasn't already provided <laughs> yeah, for him yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. day by strangers. <laughs> yep. And to what is a steam table? <laughs> like a buffet table. I was I, I was assuming like uh, those are uh, heated by by hot by water steam. on the bottom. That sounds great. I've never heard that term for it. What before. What either. is what is it when they make the food at your table? Uh, the the it starts with a K, right? The 
Benihana. Yeah, like Benihana. Benihana. Yeah, 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 I like that's that. That's close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. I forgot the word um, is, though. I can't think of it either. Wait, wait, wait. There's I'm not a, worldly enough. It's okay. Korean bar... No, Mongolian barbecue. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a word for it? No, I don't know. Okay. Kimchi, we're looking for. Kimchi. Nope. Kimchi's a type of cabbage. Yeah. yeah. That is not... You know what? I'm going to go on a limb and just say it's kimchi. Okay. Hey, everybody, cabbage. welcome to the food segment right. of Dispatches from Fort Oak. <laughs> we don't know what we're freaking talking about. No. Absolutely right. Um, anyway, I'm sorry, Jen, go on. <laughs> All right. So that's that's the world playing tricks on him because otherwise, obviously, everybody loves him so much. Um, <laughs> Bill's desk area is more important to him than showing any respect at all to anyone, but Dave is the example here. Or seeing value in anyone else's time when a tiny little freaking problem that he could easily solve is uh, is bothering him. Mm-hmm. He shoves the stapler mm-hmm. at Dave into his <laughs> chest. He th- almost throws the tape at him. Those things are heavy. Yeah. He Sand filled with sand. Puts that coffee pretty to him pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It could get all over him. It could burn him. Whatever. He's got to make his point, though. He, I believe he, I made my when, point. When he the man waltzes to his desk at the beginning, and before even like chucking anything at Dave's chest, he doesn't even make eye contact with him as he's talking to him. He just keeps going on, not facing him, just. <laughs> Walked, waltzing around the desk like the show's about to begin. I have a problem, <laughs> and it's, it's <true>. incredible. <laughs> Is that the end of the real deal with Bill McNeil? Uh, well, that that oh, part. Of it was it. just a long. It was such a long pause. I couldn't tell. This has been. No, you got more. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought I, I thought you. I didn't know if you guys wanted to. <laughs> has it been comment on that part of his psyche? No. Okay. <laughs> no, you did a great job. Jen. No, I'm good. Thanks. No, <laughs> moving Continue. on. And for more, oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm bored already. Were you still talking? Uh, <laughs> okay. This is still the real deal with Bill McNeil. So he doesn't, you know, he's not showing respect to other people when sure. he has tiny problems. Right. Um, and he deserves to be treated as the best. Uh, when he finally figures out one of his more favorite methods of trying to get that raise Mm -hmm. because he tries a few different things throughout the episode but he uh he thinks he's pretty confident in himself i think when he's demanding more than a three thousand dollar (laughs) raise sure uh he does it through dave because there's no way he would actually ask somebody to their faces for more than three thousand dollars of their money yeah because he he knows it's He's asking for a big thing, but he feels he deserves it, so he has to wheedle his way and figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. His first, his first. He's, he he is going to get it for being consistently excellent. So, yeah. his first words in the first sentence where where he introduces the concept is, um, "I'm going to need more this year." This is <laughs> this is assuming the sale to a ridiculous level, a Bill McNeil level, if you will. <laughs> Can we auto tune that little intro, like the intro to this segment bit you guys did? That was I enjoyed that. Well, I mean, we where we just we drop in. Do a super cut of all of them at the end. Mm, no nope. remix. And and Salem's gonna auto tune it for us. Okay, sweet. Put a beat on that. I'm down. I'm up. Are you done? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the end of the real deal with Bill McNeil. Yeah. Oh, okay. This has been the real deal with Bill McNeil. And we'll just loop that. Sure. Yeah. Right no. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill gonna give it to you. <laughs> gonna give it to you. Bill. <laughs> oh my god. That was upsetting. Oh. Uh, it's, it's okay. No, it's okay. Uh, so there. Okay. I want to talk about a real quick character moment that did not sure. occur to me, except for sometimes if I'm taking notes. I'm not watching. Like, if I'm watching him, it's heavily involved. And I heard a line, and Lisa says a line that is very sad. Because it, on its face, it's just oh. a funny, jokey line. It's, yeah. She says, you're not cheating on me already, are you? And it's like, oh, that <laughs> means she gets cheated on all the time. Like, she's uh, waiting for that just with everyone. I'm like, Lisa, first of all, who would cheat on Lisa Miller? Like, that makes zero sense. Second of all. Correct. Well, I... I... You know, she's so good at her job. She's so invested in her job. I oh. feel like she doesn't have time for the relationships, oh. and it just well, hey, happens. Hey, can you just make a up. sacrifice? All right, I understand that her work is important to her, okay? Mm-hmm. And she deserves to have whatever she wants. Well, so that's, that's what a good guy would do. That's what right. take the sacrifice. That's why the but... Dave relationship is perfect for her, at least on that level, because they, they can work together and also have a relationship, and she doesn't have to waste her time with, you know, extracurricular relationship. It's a curricular relationship. Ooh. You know? We're not talking about intramural volleyball here. We're talking. This is, I, I don't know. It's just a, the way you, it was. It was a very funny choice of words, but it just irked me for some. I was like, "This is this is an unsettling analogy." I had to call it out. Okay, that's fine. I wasn't yes, unsettled I, by it until you explained that it should be unsettling, and now I am very right, unsettled. Right, right, Thank right. you, Jason. Good. I'm Good. so so sorry. Good. I'm so sorry. Good. 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 This might be the first episode where... No, it's not. Second episode where uh, Matthew does the knock-knock thing on the table to get everybody's yep. attention. I think this is knock-knock number two. I feel like I should track those two. I do love Matthew's uh, threat sweaters. when he didn't want the... When he was saying, I'm not getting the shaft this year. Yeah, and the sweaters. <laughs> when he just crumple, He takes the tissue, he just crumples it up and just throws it on the desk. It's hard as like he can. And then he, and he escalates to a pillow. <laughs> That's Ooh. a Matthew threat. That is yeah. what. That's what you get. That's when you know. And then he apologizes for it within a minute after yeah. he throws the yeah. pillow. Oh, I love that. That's his true nature too. And I cannot wait until we get a few episodes, a few seasons in, when he, <laughs> when he decks Bill. Uh, that's one of my favorite episodes of. The well, this episode. is this is still not. Uh, uh, Matthew is not yet obsessed fan no of Billy no 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 and that's and what you're I, talking about actually know, he yeah. is oh yeah big it even sure. raises that's the stakes love, it does that's a love hate punch later yeah at this yeah. point i just there are dynamics here that do play out eventually where there's like there's father son with with uh jimmy and dave mm-hmm. uh there is a little bit of well there's no there's no jimmy beth yet i'm trying to think what are the other dynamics that survive through the show hold on i just want to make sure are there any that... other like I feel like I feel like uh, Matthew and Bill are almost like Big Brother little. Yeah, but yeah. are they there brother. yet? Yes, though. Brother, oh, Big Brother little think, brother. Because they're both um, super immature. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sure, yeah, that's there. You, you know what? Uh, there is some uh, the the uh, the planning of this. Oh, two things. Uh, yes. Joe, <laughs> uh, finding a big power switch to mm, yes. that can uh, shut the entire station down. Uh-huh. That's what we call what? it here too, Dave. <laughs> what the black man? What's that? Why do they have that switch? I know. <laughs> and why Spread it is out it... over multiple switches. And why is it Joe is the only one who knows about it? Yeah. Like no one else, no one like, else knows this, about this. He probably this... installed it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's actually probably true. Is he, I mean is with he all like, his... is, is is he like like the 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 tech for 
just WNYX, just this floor. This is a large office building. I this, think this so. Lot. If he's going to qualify I... for that fucking bonus, it must be, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, James could own the whole building, doesn't he? There's got to be a super. Uh, you know? He does. A crew and owns the whole building. He he's in charge of building or not. Yeah, but in that in the office. He's in yeah. charge of whatever's relevant to today's That's plot. a building yeah. manager. That is also true. That is so, also true. He probably owns it. He might. I don't know if he owns the fake could, Criterion building in New York. All of his companies could be in that building. It's also true. The, mm. Mm-hmm. Also plant, it does also plant the seeds of uh, Mr. James having something big in mind and then uh, it turning out to be some sort of scam or something else. An- another alternate reason why he does it. For mm-hmm. example, like later on, runs for president to meet women. Sure. <laughs> this one, he says, I think motivational speeches just, they changed my life. And then, <laughs> then why? It's a whole money-making scheme. He started it as a motion. <laughs> he just, he just, to make money. Uh-huh. He did Get the whole motivation. In a room. Yep. Hire an out-of-work actor to paraphrase the <laughs> opening speech from Pat. And there boom, you go. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> That that I love. Oh, it's it's a little too close now. Yeah, yeah. but I mean that that's that that sets up that uh, you could almost say Jimmy James. Everything he comes up with is slightly surreal in that way too. But sure. But he but he just does it like he's he's implemented it into society into a healthy degree. Like Mm -hmm. he, he he doesn't just like. Store it up. He like he's off doing it already before the episode begins. He's yeah. like a, a impulsive a planner. Yeah. Like he knows how to do it, but as soon as he like hears that idea, like bam, I'm doing it. Knows and I how got to it. do it, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to use his momentum to stay a millionaire because billionaire. Yeah, because he's you know you get that one idea, good idea at the beginning, and then you have all these minions under you, and you can just get. Then to get in on all of your crazy plans after that. I need to do that thing that rich people know how to do where they take <laughs> money and they turn it into more money. <laughs> I'm going into 30 Rock territory right now, but it was relevant. Yeah, it was. It's he fun. does teach... 30 Rock, by the way, if you ever notice any jokes that 30 Rock stole and it's fine, uh, I feel like that's something I've people noticed. should send in too because oh, I've been noticing it regularly. Uh, At least similarity. Here's the thing: a joke's a joke. Yeah, could no. be parallel they're thinking, necessarily... but they're very similar. But News Radio owns the workplace comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the, nobody else. It's can the do first one, on and nobody's ever done one that took place in a radio either. So... Can I? I, I got to bring this up. I remember. We're gonna make it after all. This was uh, this was years. This is, I think, like when News Radio was his last season. I was mm-hmm. watching it. I'll never forget my dad coming downstairs, and he's just like, "What are you watching?" I'm like I say, News Radio. He goes. I might have actually told this story already, but uh-huh. he, uh, I, I, he says, "What are you watching?" I go, "News radio." He says, "Oh, is that like the that that's the show that's just like WKRP in Cincinnati?" <laughs> yeah. like, no, Dad, this is yeah. news radio. This is news radio. This is not rock and roll. <laughs> There's no Johnny Fever here. There's no Johnny. There's no counterculture. All right. There's just yeah. Joe. <laughs> exactly right and joe is and his. whatever matthew is yeah right yeah, seriously actually i could see in a past life jimmy james was all about the counterculture and then mm. he just yeah he like he he, he, he tuned hippies, though. here's the thing he's scared of hippies but there's another episode where he refers to himself ah you know the old hippie like me dave so there's his maybe maybe that's well. like Stephen root creeping into the real thing after <laughs> long enough maybe he's scared of hippies because of a traumatic experience that happened whilst he was in the heyday of being a hippie. Oh, actually, himself. they do explain it. And when we get to that episode, you'll find out. You don't know the episode. All right. And there remember, might be a season five. I don't know if that's season five. Why, yeah. 
There's also, uh, for mm -hmm. you, Alex, when you were wondering how yes. to make money into more money, uh, there is the whole episode like later when he explains mm. to Lisa the secret <laughs> to business. It was just a secret uh, management. business. Management. The, the secret. It. It's, it's fine. It's I misquoted it already. It's really okay. It's probably been a while <sighs> since you've seen it. It's been Alan. The power of positive thinking. Oh, it's more complicated it's more than complicated. that. We'll get to that. We, yeah. Alex should come back for that show, I feel like. I think you should, too. Alex, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Um, and then, then the show, essentially, I mean, uh, the big kind of wrap-up of the whole thing is, like, a really wonderful con by Catherine, mm. which is yes. just solid, because Dave's like, Jimmy wants him to do the bonuses a certain way. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it my way, and then nobody's satisfied, and then Catherine comes out I, of the booth. I, mm. I do love right before that, though. Yes. <laughs> When Dave proposes that nobody gets the big bonus, we just all split it equally, and then Bill's just like, I think that is both fair and democratic. Yes, it is, Bill, and I want no part of it. He's a precursor to Ron Swanson. <laughs> he really, I, you know, he does that bit, too, where he's like, I just want everybody to know that whatever Jimmy's decision is, I'm all behind it, blah, 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 and then Dave's like, well... Bill, I'm handing out the bonuses this year. I just want everybody to know that I'm behind whatever Dave says. I can't remember. I'm not going to quote it exactly, but yeah. it's just such a fucking suck up. It's so good. Anyway, uh, on to Catherine. Oh, like yes. No, yeah. but on to Catherine. She comes out of the booth and she says, what's the big bonus? And Dave's totally falls for it and gives her the big fucking bonus. And then she she plays a sassy black lady at the end. They talk about it in the commentary, too, by the way. Where they, they, <laughs> oh, they were, were so nervous to yeah, ask Candy so to can you it. do? And then she just totally fucked with them. Uh, which That's great. great. Yeah, because it's like, honestly, a lot. she was given a lot of like sassy black lady lines right. by a bunch of white it male writers. At least it wasn't yeah. everything. No, like, They yeah. didn't make her do it as a constant. No, it was, it was just, it was legitimately like a punctuating thing if she needed it. Yeah. 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 And... She just and, she just uses it to her advantage. That is the yeah, only reason yeah. Catherine would do. It. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But she is she has. I mean, I would have sassy moments as as uh, not just as a, a woman, white woman, but, but just like I if, I had deal, if I had to deal if I had to deal with Bill McNeil for most of the day. Sure. Oh God. I'd have an attitude. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd be. That's uh, a she's good mostly point. calm, but mm -hmm. you know she has her moments. And, uh, I just love when fine. she this... really manipulates him in the rocket fuel episode once we get there. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, that's really a, I, this was, like, I know she didn't like have a, a big part in this episode, mm -hmm. but I feel like this is the first yeah. time they gave Catherine a really good, yeah, solid huh? moment. Yeah. I mean, it almost feels like, like, do you think it qualifies as a deus ex machina to the whole problem if she just comes out of the booth at the end? Yeah. Yeah, a yeah bit. exactly. A little bit. I think it's great. So but it's a start. It's it's yeah. how they start. Like no, you're we're right. Use her more. Yeah. And you're right, Alex. Ex Machina completely stole their entire ideas from news radio. I'm yeah. putting it out there. Oscar Come at Isaac me. and Domhnall Gleeson. Bring it on. <laughs> Alicia Vikander. We know what you're about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, uh, do should we go into uh, favorite moments and, and sure? Lines? Although I, I very quickly do want to oh, point yes, out please. the very very end is when Dave declutters Bill's desk to shut oh. the fuck up and just wipes everything off the desk like he's about to have sex with him. I was it's gonna great. say that's that's what that means in in television language. In television language, yeah, it's normally it's like, hey, Bill, we're about to do it. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do. It is the '90s, Dave. <laughs> I suppose favorite, uh, favorite moments. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, as a segue, that is my favorite moment in is the it? whole episode. Yeah. I just anytime, uh, <laughs> Dave, 
gets to actually be like, no, guess what? I'm the friggin' boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes me really happy because, oh, man, there's something magical about how Dave Foley does that every single time. That's true. And the way that, that, that Phil Hartman reacts to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it, solid. In, in cowering puppy fear mm-hmm. every every time, in different ways. It's true. Uh, both of them, every time. It's it's beautiful. And uh, he's like, you did what? Oh, yeah, you are the boss. I'm going away now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it is so interesting that uh, Dave wants to just get along with everybody, but he knows how to deal with them when he needs to deal with them. Yeah, yeah. he's like, no, He has to be pushed what? to that. Yeah. I've been not the boss for too much of today. Here you go, Bill. Mm-hmm. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. But Dave never, st- he doesn't stand up to, for himself for long. Yeah, because he really, really, he, like, he can. He just he really, wanna, really doesn't want to do it. Like, he doesn't want to like be other a hard ass. He's like, I can be a hard ass. Yeah. I don't want to be a hard ass. You know what I love too is he's he's a very nice guy and he he does holy yeah he's flick in the (laughs) Bug Life movie close to flick Uh it was the same time period uh he I love how he does solve the problem of Bill but he doesn't actually solve the problem of food on the table because as soon as he turns he goes back (laughs) there's a piece. Yeah, yep. <laughs> just he, like a that. lateral thinking problem is what he does. He, like, yeah. he gets he gets around the real. Oh, I don't have to fix the food. I just have to fix Bill's attitude. About yeah, it. right, right, right. Stop mm. with the petty garbage. Whoa, how is the petty garbage keep showing up? That is weird. <laughs> Alan, what's your favorite moment in the show? You know what? Uh, my favorite moment is actually early on when uh, Dave finally figures out what the big day's about, and he just goes and and uh, to the uh, the copy guy. Mm. Who, I'm just gonna do this just in case he's on. Mm. Uh, who you can talk to about it with him later, mm-hmm. and if he's not on, hopefully we can get that guy on at another time. Mm-hmm. But uh, when he goes up to the copy guy and he just goes, "Big day tomorrow, huh?" And the guy's like, "Oh, what's so big about it? Oh, you know, April nineteenth." The day Mr. James gives out the big bonuses, and the copy guy's just like, Oh, you don't say. Who's Mr. James? You don't work here, do you? Only when the copier breaks down. The moment that I love is when he turns to Lisa, and she's got that smirk on, and he goes, You enjoyed that, didn't you? And Lisa's just like, I certainly did. And you can just see her, like, relish that. Her face to... Her, that, that smiling, that gloating almost like ha ha mm-hmm. Dave she's, she's looking off that entire time and keeps yes yeah. I'm, I'm giving the moment to Lisa on that one we did so. not uh, prepare Alex to come up with a favorite I, but I did oh yeah okay do it I have two honorable mentions first okay one was the um, don't dip your pen in the company ink mm-hmm. two was the shaft exchange yeah. but we've already covered those mm-hmm. they were very well done so I'm gonna give the favorite moment and I, I when we sat down and began this episode, I didn't know this was going to happen, but <laughs> I have to give the favorite moment to Beth, uh-huh. who just so <laughs> like like puts everything in perspective while completely missing the point mm-hmm. all at the same time. One, she's already in Dave's office. How did she get there? We don't know. Probably through the door, but it's not important. She just owns it. Mm-hmm. There's no getting around it. So she just forces herself into being Dave's confidant mm-hmm. because Dave is ultimately going to open up because he just he wants to be liked. And sure. he's, mm-hmm. she's just there. 
And he says, I just, I don't know what, um, I, I don't know what to do. Well, you know, Dave, you could give me the big bonus. <laughs> ah, that's great, Beth. I'll even get you a cup of coffee. And he just says, okay. You called my bluff, Dave. Like, <laughs> for three grand in ninety-five dollars, you all won't. She, you still won't. All she had to do was get up from the couch, <laughs> walk about fifteen stand. feet, and pour an old cup of coffee, yeah. and she would have had that. If she just like like it rolls right off the beat, just, just so casually with with the timing. If there were no phones that would ring, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, if she didn't pick them up. She is high in the running for less work than Matthew. But she, oh. but she does oh. answer phones, and they probably do ring a lot. Mm. She also like keeps everybody. I don't want to say centered. Oh, she's but an she, anchor. For yeah, sure. yeah. She anchors the whole darn yeah. thing. It's true. Um, she's I'm... she's she's easily like she gets away with. Um, People don't dislike her for it, but she gets away with being the hard ass that Dave should be at That's times. That's true. Yeah, we, we, we should point out to Alex we have been doing a favorite moment at the end of the show and also a favorite line. So or yeah, joke, yeah. I if you ha- say. if you have a favorite line or joke that you haven't already said. Don't dip your pen in the company. And that's fine. That's a solid line. That's a, it's, that's, it's a that's good line. Very, yeah. Uh, my favorite moment is is the Shaft moment. That's yeah. what I picked as my favorite. And uh, I'll do, I'll do my quote. We can move into yours. But my favorite quote is. Nor is this my whatever the hell this is. It's just that delivery of it that I cannot yeah. imitate. It's so so yeah, so so good. Uh, Jen, do you have a favorite line? Um, it's like some cruel magic trick. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my favorite line uh, is being an add-on to the "Don't dip your uh, pen in company ink" is the uh, "Don't punch a <laughs> don't punch a clock with a time card in your pants." <laughs> You know they's coming color now, Dan. <laughs> That's right. So my line goes to Mr. James. My moment goes to Lisa. Now, are you tracking one. only yours, or are you tracking everybody else's? I've only, only been ours. tracking mine. That's fine. That's okay. I, just, I, I hope everybody's sure. been tracking their own. No, 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 no. Sorry. When we tally sure, this up right. at the end, only Allen's will matter. That's true. The end of the day that's the rest of whole... ours are, are interference mm-hmm. and that's my whole game this whole time like only mine count <laughs> oh yeah it really doesn't uh that doesn't really mean anything. you okay there alan no no he's not something in your throat <clears throat> so oh i thought we we're all doing sound effects <laughs> i was getting excited um well we're doing well, I'll bit. be in the can. <laughs> this has been another episode of... Uh, I'll be on the phone. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome. Uh, Alex, since you're a special guest, where can people find you? Do you have anything to promote? This will be out in a couple Actually, weeks. Actually, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm on Twitter at the Alex Salem. I'm in a web series. It's yes. called Natural 20. Yes, very funny. You can funny. find it right now on... Thank you. You can find it right now on the Escapist website or... Uh, uh, and Twitter at Roll a Natural Twenty mm-hmm. with the right information, fun stuff. Alex is very funny in it. It's a very good show as it is, but Alex is the best part because he's Alex Salem. If that's okay for me to say. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome, Alex. So much. He's very hilarious in that. He really is. Yes. Uh, Alan. You know what? I'm going to give a shout out. You can find this on iTunes. Uh, a very, very well done dramedy that I play the director at the very end of it uh-huh. uh, called Always Worthy. Is it a sequel to the movie Always? 
No, it's a prequel <laughs> to the movie Worthy. Oh, okay. Well, now I know. Could be same universe. I sure. can't, I can't <laughs> vouch right. for that. So find that on iTunes. <laughs> find that Search on iTunes. Search for Rickert. Rickert or uh, Mitch oh. Yapko actually produced this oh, one. Oh, all right. And the uh, Marilyn, uh, Mariana Polka, uh, who's also a fantastic actress, directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a look. It's, it's great. Please do. Alan's on Twitter at Alan Rickard. He might have already said that. Alan Rickard. I'm R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. That's correct. Yes. And I'm on Twitter at jklom, J-K-L-A-M-M. Go to StolenDress.com for all the podcasts and garbage. I'm going to follow you right now. Do it. jklom2020. Thank you. Go to lookingforwardmovie.com. That is a a, uh, a web series that you've heard me talk about every week, but I have to because it's great and it's fun. Alan is in it playing uh, my advisor slash friend. Alex is in it playing my intern. We just shot something for it tonight. That was fun. And he just, he just he's getting me back on the, the track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, really, I really like the character development that you've had going on, Alan. The, the, the territory we're we're wading into. It's, there is some stuff material. that has happened in this. By the way, like that, I might have written a very loose plot, and they will have both testify to this. Very loose. Uh, they they come up with their own plot lines, their own B stories, their Lo- own character development that I did not come up with, which makes it good. Loose <laughs> to the point where uh, Jason uh, put gave us an outline mm-hmm. and there were some things down the line that I didn't even know were there because I didn't realize there was more to that outline and I felt terrible but I'm finding them all and I, re- <laughs> I no I'm integrating yeah. them all now in oh I, that's <laughs> fine but the stuff you've done here's the thing your character has been an alcoholic and it's actually okay if shit doesn't really uh, pan out in terms yeah. of mm-hmm. detail from him mm-hmm. Every, that's why there are 15 or 16 characters making up for it so if they don't get it from you they get like it from 20, Salem's character 20 to 25 characters in this thing yeah there, there probably are now at this point there's, yeah. there's, there's a ton of them um, so go, go to that Jen where can people find you you know <sighs> That's absolutely right. Go fly kites. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at WNYX News Radio, on Instagram at WNYX News Radio, on Facebook at WNYX News Radio. Uh, email us, freakzilla at scopenet.com. Uh, you can also call us at the number that is in the blog that I can't remember off the top of my head, so I apologize. Uh, I think I say it at the very end anyway in our little tag. So thank you guys for joining us. And as always. Catch you later, BKs. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.